0: And running Shorts podcast hosted by Tom Bryan and myself, Kyle Gregg So Tom, how you doing? You've, you've, you've got you've got me waking up at six am in Niagara. I'm I'm raging right now, and, this... I'm, and I've got I'm absolutely hanging. I've got, I've, I've, this is... I've, I've, I've got the beer, not even the beer sweats, I was even drinking last night. Went to this all you can eat buffet, just a meat buffet, ribs. Uh, steak. You're such an athlete. Pork pulled pork, all the all the trimmings and beef brisket and um just um oh, I've got the beef sweat. So it's not 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 a good morning so far. Um, but other, other than that, how are you
1: doing? Well that's that, I'm doing great other than that. Um yeah, I'm I'm good. This is a new one for us. It's a Saturday morning. Not quite as early for me as it is for you over in Niagara but we're Recording on a Saturday morning, as you you uh, show your commitment to the cause by even on your holiday, even in Niagara, you're getting out of your scratcher to to put some uh, words out for the listeners. Anyway, how are you doing? Yeah, yeah. We're, we're now six days out. How was Chicago? I mean, let's cut to the chase.
0: Yeah, well, I'm 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 feeling not too bad. all things considering. Uh, yeah, just legs are starting to feel. Back to normal. Did a, a few runs now. Um, not not anything fast, obviously, but uh, in terms of the the actual race as well. I don't know. I'm sure everyone knows the time. If everyone who listens or anyone who could have, who could be bothered even checking the results. Uh, I what was I? I think I was in sixty something, sixtieth place overall. Nice. Um, and I ran two hours twenty seven minutes and twenty eight seconds. So a little bit disappointed with the time. Um, I thought I was going to get a PB, um, but I, I mean I wasn't. I, I'm not. I'm not too disappointed, but uh, it's, it's it's a little bit annoying not not getting the time you wanted uh, yeah. when you feel that you're in the shape to get a PB. But hey ho, I, I tried my best, and the bit of my best wasn't good enough, Tom. Um, but I tell you what, though Chicago Marathon, wow, what a race, Tom!
1: Amazing. It's just,
0: Phenomenal! Like the atmosphere, the, just the positive vibes you get. Like, ah, oh, I would come back here in a heartbeat.
1: So, talk us through Go your through race. It. Talk us through your race day experience then.
0: Well, the race day experience. I got up. At, the race started quite early. It started at seven thirty a.m. So I got up about four a.m. Got some porridge down me, uh, made sure I was hydrated, uh, and then we just um, took the took the tram over to the start line. Um, and yeah, we just luckily myself and Debbie were in the, the sub, develop, sub elite, not in the sub, it's kind of like a sub elite pen. Um, it's called the American Development Program. So if you achieve a particular qualifying time, you get to you get to run in this this pen. So for for the guys it was sub two hours thirty, and for the girls it was um, sub three hours. So Debbie managed to get into the pen as well. Uh, so, so the actual, um, the, well, I'm i I'll, I'll not even at the start of the race. With the actual elite pen, uh, you get your own toilet, you get your own marquee, uh, you get some free drinks. It was great. You put your bags in a bag drop. You can just leave them in the in the in the tent. Um, what? Oh, it's just so so easy just to get to the start line. Um, we lined up. We actually, I actually lined up quite. Was plenty of space and um, to do all that, and it, it, you know, it's great. It's great that Marcus can do yeah. that, that, the, that. The other runners have that opportunity, but uh, you know, it's uh, it's part of the perks of being a little bit quicker, I suppose. Don. Yeah,
1: exactly. Um,
0: so the all the elite guys were on the on the right hand side I was on the left. So you, never, I thought, I thought you might see the the, the, the old um, black and the, the black and gold or. I think it's black. Oh, black and gold Yeah, but I don't um, And uh, I tell you what just before I go on to my race this is a bit of a running here. So I'm going to start early but the, back home everyone at the start of the race always makes excuses oh my leg's a bit sore I'm not sure if I'll be able to run this time today oh I'm feeling a little bit ill today I've got a bit of a cold I'm not sure I'm gonna be up there. Or, um, I'm just running for fun. Today. Well, not even that. Like if you're running for fun, that's fine. But just oh, not everyone. I'm not, I'm not uh, tarnishing everyone. With sandbagging. Stuff, exactly. <laughs> there's so many people who who are like, oh, I'm, just, you know, I'm. There's something not right today, and I'm, I'm not gonna get a PB today. But see, see at the start line, right? Every single person around me were so positive, like, there was this group of girls behind me, and they were, like, they were all chatting away at each other, and they are like, oh, yeah, what time are you shooting for? I'm, like, I'm shooting for this time. Like, well, I'm shooting for this time. Right, well, I'm feeling great, you know, and, like, just, they're fighting cool. themselves up at the start, line, and, and they're so positive, and they're, like, well, we're going to work together, and, like, they're all just, like, high-fiving, and I know you're not going to get that at every single race, you know, it'll just be, but like there's something to be said about the positivity at the start of a race. Like I, I don't, I don't see enough of it in, in, to be honest in, in Scotland and in, in Britain in the UK. Um, so there's a, there's a message for you folks. If you're one of those guilty parties, and I'm, I'm I'm sure I'm a guilty party saying, Oh, I've got a little bit of a nigger on. Do you have the next time you do a race, be as positive as you can. And, and, Throw that positivity to the other people as well and, and really boost their 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 positive you know help them um, motivate them and, and I'm sure I'm sure you will both motivate each other and, and hopefully you'll be as positive as you can as, at, at the start of a race and I think that probably reflected in my race slightly because I got uh, so I started off and and here I'm, I'm not back I'm back to my my race now the, the rant's over and um, so I started off and I felt, I, I felt okay. I just, you know, it's difficult to know when you start off um, how you're going to feel in, in a marathon because you can sometimes feel pretty bad, and, uh, and, and just your body just needs time just to warm up a little bit. And I think that's what, what I felt initially uh, when I was when I was running. I started off fairly steady, uh, kind of target was around about the five thirty for the first few miles. Um, and uh, I was slightly under that for the first few miles, so I was about 5:28 um, and maybe you know, a couple of 5:26s, 5:30s, 5:31s, and um, I felt really, I felt okay. The, the conditions were pretty good initially. Um, it was a little bit humid, a um, little bit of a wind, but nothing, nothing. Yeah, I got to like, I had a good group to, to work with, you know, in the first half of the race, um, and I tell you, even it. Half seven in the morning, the crowds were eh? Hey. Oh, they were just like, You got this, yeah.
1: Hmm.
0: Was, oh, just proper American, just. Oh, I was just animated, yeah. Them. Animated, yeah, but it, it, you just you, you get you, you, the, the, only, the only rant only i never a slight rant here. One guy was like, Yeah, man, you've got halfway, you're halfway, man. I'm at mile ten. <laughs> I was a you bastard, right? that's not fair. But so maybe he was joking or maybe he actually thought well, he was like miles who knows? Maybe it's just a um, moron. But yeah, yeah. But uh, nah, no you know, I, I wasn't doing any high fives or any of that. I was I was fairly focused on the race and as Debbie you know always tell me um, she was after the race, But like, Oh, did you see that? That that did you see the tower and did you see this? And I didn't All I saw was this guy's ass um, in front of me, like I was just, you know, in this group, and I wasn't even looking around. Yeah, you look around now and again, but it's amazing how focused or some people can get races. And um, I was fairly, I was certainly focused most of the race. It was a difficult race. And um, anyway, I get to, I, I get to about mile thirteen, um, and I, I, again, I, I started. I just didn't feel right. I just didn't feel like I had the had the two twenty. Um, and my split was—I was a little bit down in where I wanted to be for the, the first half of the marathon. I was—I uh, reached halfway at seventy-two, I think it was like seventy-two twenty-five for the first half. Um, so that would get me just under two, two hours twenty-five. So I essentially had to run a an even split or a negative split to to really get a, a good, either to get a personal best. Um, or slightly, really, you know, a little bit, 73 and a half to, to get a PB. But for the second half of the marathon, uh, half-marathon, um, the second half of the marathon, God, I'm on there. Um, so, yeah, so I, I got to, the, the, from mile 13, I just, I, I just, I actually thought I was, I, I wasn't going to manage to, I actually thought I was going to bonk um, so, so early in the race. And I was like, you know what, Debbie's running. I can just stop and, and I'll and I'll just wait for Debbie. Uh, but I've got a couple of gels in me, and I was like, right, get change your mindset. Like I'm in this positive yeah. environment. All the fans are like cheering you on. They're like, you're looking good, man. Even though I'm looking absolutely shite uh, <laughs> at that point. Um, I, the, the group I, I was running with dropped me, um, and I was like, this is, is going to be a disaster. Um, and then I get to about mile 15, mile 16, and I just get a second wind. I, I don't know. I think it was me just beating myself up inside going, sort your shit out. Uh, and you do, you've just invested all this time and training into coming along, going to Chicago and trying to run a good time. Uh, so then I just, like, the second wind got me back on the, the splits I was meant to be running at. Um I thought, oh, well, I'm, I'm actually back in, back in, back in the game to maybe still uh, hint at getting a PB. So I, I did a few 530s, um, and and then uh, I was like, I'm still on, I'm still on par for, it. and then I catch up with the group that I already lost, um, and then I went past them, and they were like, whoa, man, <laughs> you, you, you're looking nice, you're looking good." Um, that was quite positive because I thought that was the end. Of, that was the end of seeing those guys, um, and I just started started rolling again. And and um, and then I get to oh god, it started raining a little bit. Get, started getting a little bit wet, and I was like, well, it's still getting. The wind was picking up slightly, but not not hugely. Um, and I just felt I was starting to slow a little bit in mile 23, um, but I still felt good. I, I was still overtaking a lot of folk, which is. Quite positive, even though I wasn't—I um, obviously didn't get a PB. But uh, at that point, I still thought I was on 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 form for for getting a 226 uh, or even a 225. But uh, mile 25, and that's where the wheels started roll coming off, and I was like, "Oh no!" Um, and I started dropping the pace a little bit. And there was a couple of tough sections into the into the wind, and then mile 26, last mile, Tom. That bridge, I—I I tell you, the
1: right-hand that, turn. What the hell was that? <laughs> oh I, my I, god! I told you oh, about it. I warned you about it.
0: oh Jesus! I—I I, was—I was like almost walking at that point. Oh, that was awful. <laughs> I was absolutely dying by that point. And although that again, I'm going for another rant here, Tom. You told me it was flat. <laughs> it is flat. <laughs> There was a few, there was a few cheeky little, uh, che- cheeky little slopes for me to, to contend with. There's a wee bit, I, was I expecting aye, there's, it a,
1: be. there's about, there's a couple of, there's one overpass, which is a bit of, after Chinatown, which was a That's bit, we a, a bit of a bastard, that one. And then you've got that one at the end, which is, is, at mile 26, is an absolute nightmare. Oh, it's not even that
0: big a hill, it's, it's just a, a short like maybe like 150 meters, 200 meters maybe. Yeah. Uh, and then it turns to the left, and then you're it's down to the finish. But Nah, it's I mean you're you're right. You're, it's not a run. It's a fair. It's a flat course. It's a fast course. Um, as Mofara indicated in, in his two or five. Oh yeah. That um, was animal. So, so so yeah. So that so yeah. Last mile was disappointing. I think I lost. I definitely lost a good. Half a minute there, and um, a little bit in the, the second, the 25th mile as well. But like, I think for me, like, although I was disappointed with the the, the 227, um, I was I was quite happy with how I approached it when it was getting tough, um, and I managed to like just really really dig deep to to try and even consider still trying to get a PB, and yeah. um, so I'm, I'm I'm happy with that because. I think there's obviously something, you know, going back to why did I not get a PB? Um, you know, there's different different reasons for it. But um, I mean, the training went okay. Um, it didn't go great, but uh, yeah, it, it could be I just didn't feel great at the time. Like, if, I think if I was running, maybe even if it was a couple of weeks ago and I did Chicago, I might have got a little bit quicker time. Should I have went faster? Uh, in the first half probably not i probably would have suffered even more um should i even went slower definitely not i don't think i, I should have went slower i think that the, the time my split was probably what i should have done given how i was feeling Um so yeah i'll have to just go back to the drawing board and, and find out you know why i didn't get a pb where, where things went wrong mm. and um you know have a chat with my coach lewis when when i get back home and um, and uh, yeah, get back to the drawing board and, and reassess what my, my next goals are going to be.
1: So having so, so obviously I, obviously I tracked I tracked you through the race. I was watching it, um, streaming it online, watching your splits come in, screaming at it. But I so I as a from my perspective, seeing your times come in, I thought you looked good through the first half. Coming through, uh, I mean I've got them up here. I've got the results page up here. 5K 17:11, which is 5:32 pace. 10K, you're, you know, again another 1726 split there. 1704. Next one's a pretty consistent. 1709. Your next 5K through halfway in 7234. So pretty much bang on 225 pace. And I thought, here we go. He's gonna, he's gonna use that. He's gonna turn the wheels on. Obviously, as you say, unfortunately, it didn't quite happen. But I think you, I think you went out well. You look like, and then you, as you say, you rallied a bit. You, you had that. You're a bit of a slump exactly as you're describing you went through your 25k was a was a, was a 542 so a bit slower but then 30k you rallied to 533 so really picking up and i thought here we go it's going to be a strong finish and then yeah it just looked like then that 35 and 45k those two 5ks at sort of 1745 were just looked like you it came off a wee bit but i mean it's an interesting one because you've you've come in this time from the ultra dropping down and we've talked before that you were all your previous marathons and your pbs have been coming up from your speed on the 10k and half marathon is that something you think has been different on this training block and affected you uh, yeah
0: i think so tom yeah good good, good point um i, I mentioned it's, it's it's difficult to know like how how well I would, I would how well the race would go from an ultra background and i know a Fairly confident from a, a speed background that I can. I, I just need endurance and the get get getting the mileage and, and getting the pace right. Um. So so yeah, I, I think that probably I mean, I'm I'm going to give you some some reasons why I might not have felt as not maybe not have got a PD. I mean, one of the things is that the, tra- no, the training mode and um, the types of, the type of training I was doing and um, whether my body was capable of. of to be honest like you know i was meant to be hitting quicker splits um you know interval splits than what i was doing uh d- during my training um, and i wasn't really hitting them oh, yeah. so, you know i should have been doing more regular sub sub five minute miles um, and and but yeah you know, i find it was quite quite hard quite whereas before when i was training for the marathon was the 10k speed in me i was able to run sub five minute Miles, pretty easy. Was I find it really, really hard this time around? Um, and I think as well, like recovery wise, I'm not recovering as quick as I used to be. I used to recover a lot quicker, and um, and I think maybe that's had maybe that's been um, influenced in, in 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 the this this training I've been doing, um, or this Chicago, well mm-hmm. this marathon. Um, so and you know again, I'm I'm not making excuses, but. I just didn't feel as smooth as what I used to feel like in a couple of years ago in London. So, I don't know if I need to do more strength work or if I need to do more yoga. Uh, maybe me and you can do some some yoga together and b- before yes. we before we produce TRS episodes. No rehearsals, no rehearsals, man. Yeah. We should, maybe we should take some advice from Fiona and go and do some yoga. I don't know. Yeah, possibly. After have, have, have a chat with her, she can she can run a class for us. Yes, a mini class. I could, there, there we go. Yeah, uh, good call. I, don't, I don't know. Um, who knows? Who knows what what, what their answers are? Maybe it's a combination. But um, um, what but about? I, I'm
1: not. I'm not. We're gonna say. I was gonna say. Obviously, to so talk about a little bit of a late fade. Ending on the fueling side. Talk us through your fueling That's through the race. Yeah, the
0: fueling fueling side. Um, <clears throat> I usually like gels. I don't find it. I don't like drinking water because. I say I don't like drinking water I was obviously drinking water but um, I usually like to have gels every 15 minutes so I took my own gels at the start of the race but the next set of gels on the course was at mile 18 oh right and that was it so the rest of the the rest of the energy was in sports cups
1: yeah Get
0: um, rid sports cups and it was like plastic it was just like paper cups and um, and they were only like you didn't really get that much, you know, uh, juice in, or sports drink in it. You got like, I don't know, like 50 mil, 100 mil, I don't know. Um, so you, it was difficult to, I find it really difficult to run and drink at the same time, especially when it's from a paper cup, it goes all over your face. I hate the cups. Your face is all sticky, and your beard's, you know, it's all crusty by the end of it. It's just <laughs> like, oh, this is this is awful, you know?
1: Yeah. It's covered
0: in Gatorade when they give, Debbie, a big kiss, you know, when Smart. she finishes. So, um, so yeah, so that was a bit, that was a bit annoying. Um, not, not, not really having. There, there was in, in like halfway. You, you know the, the gels you get, the like um, jelly, jelly sweets. Yes. So there was those. That I, I took a few packets of those, um, and then uh, I thought they helped. I think they, they definitely helped halfway. Uh, I, fe- I fe- felt I maybe picked up a little bit at the mile 14 point because I, I took because I felt like I was really struggling really bonking um, not even bonking just not feeling that I'm going to manage to sustain the, the pace I was running at um, I like took some of that and I, I I don't know what's in that stuff Tom but gay raid in America now I read one of the in fact this, here we go right this is, this is another example of um, America and maybe just some of the differences uh, from the UK compared to America but the Gatorade drink right it said on it artificially flavoured absolutely no fruit juice in the (laughs) (laughs) just like oh my god so that's the stuff we were drinking and I tell you like mile 14 I felt like I was on some sort of Crazy drugs. Matt. I felt the sugar rush to my head when I was drinking the sports drinks and eating the the, the jelly sweets. And I, you, I was like, oh, I was, I was buzzing. It was like you know when you have so much coffee that you just like shake yeah, it.
1: You feel wild like that. So
0: yeah. So I think that might help. Might have helped my race. So again, a message for the listeners: like, for, like I always feel throughout the whole race. There was no like time where I didn't feel like I under um, I mean, the only thing, thing I can think about would have been um, <clears throat> if I was maybe not taking enough water because the cups are too small, but I, I, I think I had enough water in me. Um, I was hydrated before the race and uh, I had uh, enough fuel in my muscles and, and liver to, to keep me going for the two, two and a half hours. So, so yeah, that, that's, that's about it with the fuel inside, Tom.
1: Well, that's, uh, yeah, I mean, so much for Mr. Cal Gregg. I can handle anything on the course. <laughs> they quote last week.
0: <laughs> I know. There we go. I, I tell you, America's broken me with food.
1: I'm Holy sure.
0: Holy moly. I thought I, was, I thought I could handle any, you know, going to any restaurant, bar and drink and eat anything. But, oh, those that all-you-can-eat meat place last night. Frontier is called Frontier Bar and Grill. In, in Niagara. So if you ever want to get a good feed and you're you you're you're over in Niagara, uh, the Canada <laughs> side, get yourself over to
1: there. It's Excellent. A fantastic feed. And your wife um, has a. I'm not getting. I was going to say just before we get off Chicago, uh, Debbie had a a solid run. You know, considering she's off the back of an Ironman and she's had a only a few weeks to get sort of you know solid weeks in between. Then I mean that she was not far off a of PB.
0: Yeah, she was. Well, do you know what? Instead of me telling it, my, my voice is good, and it's not because I'm hanging. I, I've already said I'm I'm hanging with the beef sweats. Um, Debbie's actually sitting next to me, so okay, uh, put, wait, her you want me put her on. Let
1: me put on. Yes, well we can hear can, we can hear her um her side of Chicago.
0: She's so, do you know what she's so excited uh, to be on time running shorts. This is her first debut. Uh, first appearance. Exactly.
1: Well, we've been waiting for her, her to do a shorts. race. Yeah,
0: yeah. So 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 I'll I'll put her on. She's just finished watching uh, some Netflix program. Um, So here here she comes, Tom.
1: Hello, Debbie. Welcome to TRS.
2: I'm excited. I think you meant tired. It's like (laughs) seven in the morning. Hi, Tom. How are you? I'm tired. No, I'm good. I'm really good. I'm having such a good time.
1: So talk us through your Chicago experience. (laughs) (laughs)
2: oh it was horrendous no it was uh, it was actually so much fun like I went into it wasn't a big race for me my A race was four weeks ago Uh, since then I was for anyone who doesn't know I did an, an Ironman four weeks ago and had the race of my life I was so happy but since then I took a week pretty much off and then I tried to do some sessions and my legs just weren't weren't up for it so into this, I just wanted to take it in, and I did. I was a bit cocky, I thought I would have the endurance after racing for over nine hours, but uh, the endurance was there, and I was able to chat to people the whole way around. But at eight miles, I hit a wall, so I oh, was dear. going like sub 250 pace for eight miles, and then maybe hanging on till 11. And then after that, it was just awful.
1: Oh dear,
0: <laughs>
2: and then I think I saw our like, we've got a message feed. And um, after the race, I was scrolling through it, and you said, Tom, like, it's going to be touch and go whether she gets under three here. And with four miles to go, I was like, oh, jeez, I can actually still get under three hours if I just, like, keep running a bit harder. and So the last mile, I was, like, sprinting, sprinting Uh to a 6.45 last mile Uh (laughs) just to dip under... (laughs) 2.59 So two fifty nine and a half. I'll take that. <laughs>
1: it's, a, it's an a, interesting way to run. I mean, you were as I say, you were so close to a PB, which is years old. And when you were, fo- you, were properly, yeah. you were training for a marathon. This one you've trained for an Ironman, and you've come in off the back of that. So a totally different background. Um, so I thought it was on, and it's it just sh- it shows. I mean, to get, to come that close, that's uh, really impressive. <laughs> Thank you. I think
2: I'm uh, I'm capable of a much faster time and. I shouldn't even be talking to you or be on this show because I am not the calibre that all you guys Rubbish. are at, but, Rubbish. Rubbish. Um, I think if I trained, I would like to be... I would love a sub 250 at some point. But, uh, nah, I've got too many bike miles and swimming miles in next time absolutely <laughs> actually no, no not next time is tomorrow you, uh, did Kyle say we're doing the Niagara Falls marathon he told, tomorrow he for told me
1: before the show I was going to jump on that later on but um, before just to, <laughs> before you downplay yourself what what I've got to say is we've been waiting until you've run a running race you've done it and also I don't know if you know this but you've, you you, edge Kyle Hill Kyle was third Brit home at Chicago you were second female Brit home really yes <laughs> I, I am so sitting here. I'm sitting uh, here with athletics people in front just of me. behind
2: first then, was Because we were, um, she ran for Fulham and we were, uh, she overtook me with like, mm, probably 10 Aye. miles to go. But 30 I kept following her and at the end we
1: had a beer together. Nice. Because you've got, so I've got, yeah. um, just to uh, bring back to a wee bit of results, obviously we'll get back to Mo Farah, outstanding in 2.05, Paul Piper, 2.25.47, then Kyle, 2.27.27. The woman on from Britain, it was um, Liberty Thompson, is her name, two fifty nine oh yeah, one. She two. I
2: beer fi- with
1: her at the end. Oh, nice! And then you were two fifty nine thirty seven. So, um, mm-hmm. yeah, so that's great. So, how are you feeling? So, you've had, obviously both of you have had a week, kind of recovering slash uh, abusing your body with meat and beer and wine and tequila. <laughs> how how are you feeling about going back into a marathon tomorrow?
2: i i just want like i think it's so cool to say that you've done a race uh, over two countries i mean the start of the race is in um buffalo in the u.s and uh it's in mile markers but as soon as you cross the border it turns into kilometers because when you enter canada that's cool i think that's going to be so cool and i'm just not thinking of it as a race if i happen to be one of the leaders i think my competitive agile comes through but I'm hoping that I just take it all in and enjoy
1: it. And what's the plan? You're going to run together or you're going to run, uh, you're going to just both run and see how you feel?
2: He promised me we would run together and we'd even take our cameras and stuff. Nice. But now he's, he saw that the win in time last year was pretty achievable. So he's I think he's going for the win and ditching me at the nice. start line again.
1: Yeah, well, okay, fair enough. What's the, It depends on what the purse is. If it's, if it's a decent uh, price, yes. you quite right. <laughs> Very good. Well, I think it's
2: the Tim Horton International Marathon. So, I don't know if it's just going to be coffee and donuts. It's going to be the prize or what, but I think
1: we are going for it. Very good. That's, no, uh, I think that's great. And so, is this rekindled a marathon uh, interest for you? Are we going to see you going for a big spring marathon next year? Or are you returning to triathlon? Oh, that's a tough one. I've
2: actually done pretty well in the cycling, so I think I should maybe travel in that for a while. I think... I think I'll do, um, I'd like to focus on some running over the winter just because it's the easiest to do when it's so
1: cold out. So Mm -hmm. we'll see. Very good. Well, anyway, well done. That's, uh, I mean, so your season, you've got Scottish 100 mile record on the bike. uh, You've got a a brilliant uh, result at Challenge Almere when you were fourth. And Mm -hmm. you've now come away with a, a sub three marathon, a ball hair away from your PB on a, a day <laughs> when you've done a, you've done it the hard way, so kudos for that. Oh, thanks, Tom. It
2: means a lot coming from you. Very good. We've got a
1: fun-filled tourist day today. So Very good.
2: Yeah, we won't be resting the legs too much
1: for tomorrow. Well, thanks so much for coming on. It's great to finally get you on. Now you've you've got a race to talk about. We look forward to getting you back on again. And good luck tomorrow. Hope you have a good run.
2: Okay, I'll pass you back. Right. Thanks, Tom. Right, see you later. Bye, everyone. Alright, we go.
0: got that filled up some time. I was, uh, yeah, I was, uh, my throat was starting to, to go, so um, it's always good to have uh, a sub a substitute on the bench.
1: Absolutely. So the last thing I'm going to talk about for Chicago is, is Mo Farah. Now, having watched it, he is an animal. He's an absolute, just, he's a, people can say what they want about Kipchoge, for sure, greatest of all time marathoner. Pakele, greatest of all time runner. Mo Farah, for me, is the greatest of all time in terms of racer. I mean, watching how he ran that race, he sat in, he looked under control, he let the lead group occasionally drift away 15 seconds up the road, never panicked, and in that last 10k, just picked them off one by one, and for a first debut, or not a debut, for a first major win, what was he 2.05 and change, European record, British record, PB, win... And, you know, it was just like a, a flashback to his his wins on the track where he just guns it at the end and tactically puts him away. So, fantastic win for him. And I think that really puts him on the map in terms of world marathoners now. And I can't wait to see what he does in the next year, whether he runs the world champs or not in Doha. And, you know, hopefully we're going to see a showdown with him and Kipchoge potentially at, uh, at Tokyo. I mean, Kipchoge obviously is... Is the man, but in a championship race, you you, you know you never know. And Mo is now proven that he can he can race and mix it with the best with a time like that. Yeah,
0: I, I think you're right. I think you're right, Tom. Um, <clears throat> the I remember Mo's first ever marathon, and it was London. And he ran. He never he never even got the British record, even despite him being the you know the the champion at, you know from five k and ten k. Uh, I mean, what, what was his time? 208, 209 or something like yeah. that in London. Um, yeah. Now, for, for him to do to improve so much and, and now he'd be running a two o five, and I'm sure there's there's plenty more in the bank now. I mean, that was a that was a race. He, he was he was he was he was racing it. He wasn't. I'm sure he could have gone even a little bit quicker, but he raced the race. he wanted to win it. It wasn't all about just um, getting a time. It was about winning it as well, first and foremost.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, and like the now he's got the pedigree of of, of his, his his distances is from ranges from a, a an incredible three twenty is that three twenty eight fifteen hundred meter
1: yes he has? Something of that.
0: To to now a two oh five marathon. Like that's that's so, some so here's a start here's a stat
1: for you. Mo Farah holds the European records at fifteen hundred, ten thousand and marathon. I mean that is some range for records.
0: Yeah. And it's 1,500 record he's got.
1: You European,
0: yeah. Of course, it would be. Unbelievable. Wow. Wow, that's that. That's incredible. Like, yeah. No, nah, I think there'll be a lot, a lot, a lot to. Yeah, you know, I, I, I think he still has a lot to do if he wants to to race Kipchoge. I mean, a 201. I mean, I think Kipchoge has to have a bad race for for motive, for, um, yes. for motive to beat him. Um, but again, if it if it goes out as a tactical race then and, and Kipchoge doesn't see that, that there's oh, without a doubt there's a possibility that Mo yeah. can can, can, uh, can really push on and, and give him a hard time so yeah it'll be exciting to it's see exciting what, what's in store next do you know what races he's got planned has he got any other Well, marathons he's doing London next so, year well do you know what? any, any idea there was
1: an interview with his coach um, Mr Lough what's his name Paul Radcliffe's husband anyway he he uh, there was an interview with him afterwards, and he was talking about they haven't decided what his plan is for next year. And interestingly, they said they haven't decided what race he'll target at Doha, which would suggest he might consider a return to the track, maybe for 10,000. Maybe he'll double 10,000 and marathon. And there was a suggestion that he will run either London or Boston next spring. So that'll be really interesting to see if he if he goes to London, surely he's looking to run a time because now he, you know, he'd, I'm sure he would love to win Boston uh, win London. Whereas if he goes to Boston, yeah. you might think maybe he's going more for a, a racing experience ahead of some of these championship races over the next couple of years. So, yeah, really interesting to see what he does next. On the subject of championship races, we obviously had the Commonwealth Half Marathon Championships last weekend in Cardiff, which was, um, which was a great deal. Did you manage to see any of that? I guess not. I managed to, not really. It was um, obviously
0: just being away, but I mean, I was, I was watching the, 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 the splits. Um, on, on we, I think we were all in our messenger group going crazy, weren't we? Oh yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, it was brilliant. So so yeah. If you, I mean, your your wife had a great race. Um, all things considering, uh, I think we already spoke about how yeah. how it went anyway. But um, so so yeah. Obviously, I know she, she went off hard. She went off pretty pretty darn hard, and, uh, and I think that's probably the best thing really for her was just to go out and see where she's at, and um, so now I'm re- really happy for for Fiona's run. I'm sure she she she'll be. It's just good to see her um, back running again, Absolutely. Um, and 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 recovering from injury, and and it's you know it's still a, a it's a, for it's still a good time. You know she's been out for a fair fair lack of time, so there's sure she'll, she'll she'll I'm well, sure she's certainly it? going to be back uh, to full fitness soon.
1: Obviously she was in the she's been a lot on the pool a lot and and in the on the bike a lot, so, you know, running, uh, running for Scotland last weekend, at the half, and she went, and so, she, aerobically, I think she, her fitness is maintained, but what's interesting is she, her legs just fell apart, in the last bit, I think it's that, you know, lack of road conditioning, and, you know, yeah. as you say, these things uh, happen, she was delighted, had a great weekend, delighted to represent Scotland, um, and, you know, she'll be back, I mean, that's, uh it's, you say, 80 minutes and, uh, 40 seconds or something, you know, it's a, it's a solid run, all considered um, you know she said she felt like she'd run a marathon the next day her legs took that much for a pounding um, oh. but you know on as much as she's disappointed on the flip side from Team Scotland we've got you know you look at some of the results Mike Crawley sixty-six thirty-six. Kenny Wilson our regular on here PB in 66-58 sub 67, 67 fantastic run uh,
0: yeah brilliant yeah I, I think he was um, certainly he sh- capable of a 66, so it's good to see him. It must have been hard in that last day. Oh, he
1: know,
0: went out like a rocket. 200 metres, knowing, knowing that you're going to be so close to getting under 67s because he was 6708 or something the last time. Yeah. So, uh, I think it was the same scenario, but this time he, he managed to dip under the 67. So, yeah, really good performance by Kenny. Um, I, I think he was shooting for a little bit quicker. Mm-hmm. Um, and he went off like a rocket as well, he? He did, he 64 uh, minute half, 64 minutes for a half in pace uh, in this early doors. Uh, 10k was 31:12 for the first.
1: Yeah. First
0: 10k. That's 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 some going on a just on a 10k. Never yeah. mind that. Um, <laughs> never mind. Splitting
1: uh, it a half. A half yeah.
0: So, yeah. And if you look um, at the rest of the so stock, yeah, it, yeah. It,
1: I mean the rest. He was
0: the- mentioning it was all about pacing it as well he, he never paced it well I don't think um, but yeah it's a lesson it is you always learn from races so um, this, I'm sure there's a lot more to come from Kenny as well so Absolutely. well done in the PB Kenny
1: so on this, I mean there's it seemed to be quite a common trend looking at some of the a lot of the the, the sort of if you like that sort of elites went out pretty hard there was quite a few the got the the English and Welsh team also I was tracking who kind of looked like they had very quick first 510Ks and then started to suffer a little bit in the end um, if we wrap up on the Scotland team though, so as I said, Mike Crawley first home in sixty six thirty six, Kenny in 66-58 and then John Newsom uh, in 70-38 on the female side and for Team Scotland we had Steph 12 making her, uh, I think that was her half marathon debut actually, 72-31 uh, so strong start for her Annabelle Simpson 7809 and then of course Fiona in eighty forty five. so so solid runs from the Scottish team. I think interesting results to put out point out also. Big big run from Chris Jones PB in sixty three fifty five. Absolutely, oh, wow. Unreal. I unreal, unreal. So sub, wow. I think he's knocked a minute off his PB. Unbelievable. Well,
0: that was his PB was in Inverness, wasn't it? That's right. I think and that it was, was sixty
1: four fifty. Aye, just under sixty five. Yeah. So to go sub oh, sixty four yeah. is going some. And then the other good run, you know, I noticed on the results was. Um, uh, Aberdeen based runner Will Mackay sixty-six fifty-five. so he's another right, one okay. really shifting there he was just in front of Kenny so uh, Will obviously he's lining up in Frankfurt at the end of the month I believe so really interested to see how he gets on as is Mike Crawley with his sixty-six thirty-six. so those two could be quite a, that could be quite an interesting uh, tango in Frankfurt uh,
0: they're going to push Matt they, they, they might be pushing my marathon rank in Scottish Rankenstein <laughs> I looked. This is this is sad, Tom. I looked. I'm for, I'm fourth in the the marathon rankings just now in Scotland.
1: Are you very good, mate? Aye,
0: aye. That's my my claim to fame.
1: That's a great. I was, uh, uh, I was
0: delighted with myself. So quite I, right. I, I, I don't think that's going to hold uh, for too long though.
1: Oh well, you know, end the of October. there's not that many left. Frankfurt, Amsterdam no. next weekend, and then New York as well. So you never know. There's a that's a, that's impressive. Very impressive. So oh, that was thank
0: good. You. No, I just wanted to boast a bit <laughs> make my head even bigger than it already is. Quite right. There we go.
1: So just to finish on the on yeah. the Commonwealth half, I think it's uh it looked like a great event. It was you know, as a fan, it was great to sit and watch it. And the winner, Jack Rayner from Australia, that was uh who's uh the commentators were saying he was some you know, seventies film star. He was looked to him. Seventies porn star looked to him more like. I mean he's got <laughs> this guy yeah. he's got the dodgiest moustache you've seen. But it's obviously working because he he sat with this Ugandan trio for, I mean it must have been twelve twelve and a half miles, and then he just let the afterburners go and uh and cruised in for the win. So really, really cool race to watch. Um and you know it was, yeah I think it's a good event. Good to see it integrated really good standard into standard of running. Oh yeah. yeah. So I think uh like uh, yeah.
0: what was, I don't I, I can't remember. Uh, a lot, you know, like the Great Scottish Runs, and, and stuff, uh, you don't get the same times you're getting, or the, even the Great North Run. I, I think these times are actually maybe not as fast, but the depth is is more. Yes. There's more more depth in each of the races. So, um, so now, do you know next year is it going to be the same same scenario next year? I'm not sure. I think or? it was
1: going to be every. I think it was going to be every two or four years. So I, I'm not sure when the next one will be. Um. So it's interesting because even on the women's side, you've got, you know, um, it was Ugandan uh, Juliet uh, Checkwell in 69 minutes for the win. So, yeah, really strong standard. And, um, yeah, if it's it's a type of event, I would look at doing again. To be honest, I would look at doing the yeah. Cardiff half independently because it looked, of the Commonwealth, because it looked to be fast, you know, well-organised, good feeling. It was a really nice course. So, um, yeah, one, one to look out for. Perfect. Okay.
0: Excellent. Well, Tom, we we have even spoken about how your training's gone.
1: How are you? So just a, a run up. You've got how many? You've got less. How many weeks now? i um, two weeks tomorrow. So Saturday today. So two weeks tomorrow. Uh, so I'm entering the entering the sort of rule start of the taper now. So, yeah, the training's going really well. I can't I can't complain. I keep knocking out the sessions. The mileage is consistent in that 80 to 85 bracket, and You know, ever the only thing I've, if I'm honest, to be transparent on the to all our listeners and sharing is caring and all that. The the time I ran in um, Glasgow, seventy one forty two, has given me a little bit of thinking because I I was thinking about you know running really shooting to run shooting to run two thirty five and sneak under that on a good day. A really good day and you know even a pb sub you know, between 235 and 240 would have been a good result but Glasgow's given me something to think about and I'm now wondering whether I should be looking to to go out at 235 pace and hope to to find a bit more time in the second half based on that you know being not such a big target so it's definitely something for me to think about Ugh, maybe it's a little bit of scope creep but I'm I'm starting to get you know hungry for more and I'm I don't know. I need to have a. I need to really sit down and start thinking about how. I'm, I think the most important thing for me now is how I'm going is to think about how I'm going to pace it because, you know, yesterday, well, to just to go back to my training last week, I did a, uh, a couple of good sessions. The highlight highlight of which was, um, twelve miles easy, and then I went straight into eight. Sorry, ten miles at, um, at marathon pace, which was sitting between, five forty five and five fifty, which is, I guess, two thirty three to 3.35. So. Yeah, yeah, I I just need to I I just need to really think about how I'm going to race it because I I I don't want to, I I don't want to get too big a, an appetite and end up blowing up, but equally I don't want to leave too much out there. So we'll see. It's exciting, and I'm I feel ready it for exciting, it.
0: It's exciting, yeah. Uh, it's it's one of those, Tom. I think that the ball's in your court to to, to deliver now. You know, yeah. And and, and I, we, we spoke about how do you know do you, do you go out of pace? Do you go out of time? Do you go by effort? It's, it's um, it's perhaps going to be a, a mix of of both, but um, yeah. it's there. You know, it's the exciting. Part night for you is it's you you you're proving so much now. Totally. So, I mean, it? and uh, you yeah, know, to to go back to your exciting. positivity
1: at the start, I've got as as I felt when I went to Glasgow. At the moment, I've got no excuses. I've got I've had a really good block. Um, I've had you know, quite enough summer. You know, when, even when we've been away, I've managed to get my runs in. So. I've really got no excuses, so it's it's on me um and i'm good i'm yeah. f i'm up for it i'm really up for it and, so
0: i i'm i'm looking forward to sitting sitting up you know, with the feet up maybe not drinking a beer because it'll be far too early in the morning yeah uh what times do they start
1: so it's ten o'clock uh frankfurt time, but that's so and I I can't do the maths yet because it's the, it's the day the but clocks... I'm not, I'm
0: not taking your advice. I, yeah, yeah, exactly. But it's the day then. it's the
1: day the clocks change, so that adds another confusion oh, to it. God. But it's was yeah. it spring yeah. forwards, fall, fall back, so it means we'll get an extra hour in bed. Anyway, two weeks to go. Feeling good. Um, yeah, I need to uh, just a few things to fine tune between now and then, um, which is which is good.
0: Right, yeah, it'll be it'll be the. The, the dreaded taper.
1: The, yeah, I actually, yeah, I might be the only person in the world who does this, but I kind of like the taper. I like just doing less. <laughs>
0: so, I I love the taper too. Like I, I think it's great. And um, it's it's not because it's more because you 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 realise God, I've got so much time in my hands after work.
1: Exactly. Like, what am
0: I going to do with myself? I know. Mate? it's um, like, Just I mean, obviously, the, the last week was we were we were already on holiday, but. The week before that, you know, I was starting to drop the miles, the volume down and man, it, was, it was fun. You know, you do a little run and uh, you, you do another little run. It's just, you're not feeling tired and it, it's great. Like, yeah, I, I'm, I'm always a big fan of the tape for me. Like.
1: Nice. So moving on um, from results, running rant. We've had a running rant set in actually. We've got one from uh, listener David Wilson. So David, thank you for getting in touch. David's rant, Kyle, is he is frustrated that cross country in terms of sort of location is not that accessible. So his example is he lives in an area, Brecon, where his nearest affiliate club, which competes in cross country, is over 30 miles away. And, you know, it's with a, you know, normal busy life. It's difficult to justify the time for a round trip to, to join a club to run, you know, affiliated with in-district cross-country. So, you know, he feels like he's missing out. The question is, and his rant is, how, you know, cross-country needs to be more accessible? And I get where he's coming from. I mean, this is something we've talked about previously. If I, you know, as an East District club, we're based in Aberdeen. Okay, this year it's Glam's for the relays, and we're hosting the district champs, which is great. But two years ago it was in Peebles. You know, and it's like a, a sort of two-and-a-half-hour round trip to go to to run your district champs. So it's yeah. a bit of a rant. What what's your thoughts on that?
0: Yeah, yeah I I see I see his point. Um, I you know, I think in terms of district championships and, and cross country races, just a, a prime example is obviously we've got our one up in Aberdeen. Um, now the East District obviously you've got folk from Glasgow and not Glasgow uh, Edinburgh. Is that the furthest down? I think it, No, it I think it goes to down to like Edinburgh Gala. Guys. Gala. They're gonna to have to come up. Yeah, they, oh God, yeah, of course. Well, they're going to have to come up to Aberdeen. Yeah. Um, now, now that's that's a trek and a half for them, and I think it's only fair if you know if it's not going to be in a central location every year, then they have to spread the love. You know, they have to spread it around the, the district and the locations because um, you know there's there, there might be a lot of big clubs who who turn up and, and it's a bit frustrating every time they have to always go, um, up North or they have to, we have to always go down South. But, um, it's another, another, another example is when I ran for Forest Highers, the, the North, in the North district, we had to go up to Furzo. Now Ferzo is, um, is where Andy Douglas, that, that kind of, uh, near John O'Groats, his home turf. Uh, now that for me even in, when I was living in the forest that, that's a that's like a five hour or four hour trip yeah, all the way up there now that like but we you know we did it because the, the club runners those those that club has to have to, that, that club has to come yeah. down and, and race with, you know, race in um, Forest or in Inverness and it's only fair that you you, you, you spread the love you know and you, you spread the races around so it gives the you know, there's a lot of stress, a lot of organising clubs with transport and stuff. So I think, and still, obviously they still have to organise the race as well. Like, um, so yeah, yeah, I, I get, I get the point. Um, but uh, I think unless there's not there's one one club or one group and you, you keep it in one place, then uh, and, and it has to, it would be in a central location every year. It's a bit like the national championships, isn't it?
1: Yeah, you know that's.
0: It's is in, it's going to be in Falkirk again this year, I believe. That's right, yeah. Or is it maybe maybe Irvine? It was a chat about Irvine, but uh, but it's, yeah, I think they, they always have it in a central location because they realise there's a lot of runners that coming out, you know, from Shetland, um, to, from the borders to the islands, um, from Sky, uh, even from the north of Scotland. So yeah, it's um, I, I think it's quite important to. I, I think cross country has always been accessible. I think it's always been accessible. Um, from from my perspective, uh, I started. You know, when I when I started running, the first thing I ever did was uh, a cross country race when I was ten years old, um, and that was with my school. And the, the good thing about that was we had a running club at my school, and and uh, I was advised to oh, there's like We're doing a school cross country. You should do this and. I wasn't great, like I, I wasn't a, 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 a fast runner then. I mean, I, I was maybe in the top ten in races um, as a when I was in primary school. And then the transition from that was, well, oh, you're quite, you know, you, you've got a bit of potential. You should join a running club, so I joined Forest Highers when I was like 11 years old. And um, and and the, the, that, you know, it's the, ever since then, I've I've always been getting getting involved in cross country. Perhaps not so much now, Tom. Just because of all the other distances and disciplines of running, I'm doing. Yeah. Um, it's difficult to to, to do a good cross country race and um and, and do an ultra race or, or a marathon. So, um, but anyway, I think I'm, I'm for <laughs> me, I I think cross country is fairly accessible. Um, but
1: uh, yeah, but I it, think we're terms I think it's of, in I think terms it's accessible. Of
0: accessibility, but the location. I think we're talking about location here, aren't we?
1: Yes, we are. Yeah. So I think we're Work I think we can maybe improve is more local events that maybe are not you know I mean the East League is a great league for example it's a central belt central belt based league though and we go down because we're East District and it's a league we can compete we've got what was formerly known as the Castle Series up here around Aberdeen and there's a you know cross country events there so I guess what what would be more interesting is is it something that can um, you know uh, you know more events that are not necessarily uh district champs for people to get involved in that they can do on their doorstep and then that might open the door for them to get into into cross country as a whole um park run is an option there's quite a few off-road park runs you can do i think there's i don't i don't think there's a shortage of races in this day and age i think if you look hard enough you find something it's it's up to clubs isn't it i hope that discussion is something uh that helps david and we will continue to discuss cross country as we go through the season that takes us quite well into upcoming races. This weekend is the district champs. Now I've looked at the start list. It's ver I've got no idea who is in which team because it's just lists and lists of athletes. So um, we'll we'll wrap up that next week. But the um, good luck to everyone who's running district champs this week. On a note of cross country, the uh, the national relay entries are closed now. But the national short course champs, which are in Lanark this year, and that's a four k uh individual that is now those event those entries sorry are now open so if you're listening to this and you've suddenly thought you know what the fourth the, the 10th of november i want to run the short course get in touch with the club get yourself entered because that's uh that's uh, a good championship the other while we're on races one shout out i want to give um we've had uh, dan monahan from ph racing has been in touch to tell us about their uh, their race, which is PH Racing Club's first uh, ever organised race, is the Tilly 10K, which is on the 28th of December uh, in Tillykutry. Now, before I talk about the race, you know Dan points out that he feels, and their club felt, that you know a time of the year, there's a bit of a break in the cross-country, it's holiday times, where so people are quite often off in a free time. There's actually not that many races there. So they've thought... Um, uh, let's organise a race at that time of the year, which I think is great. They've talked about having one of the aims is to hand out prizes quickly, which addresses one of our rants. So well done, <laughs> PH Racing. We're delighted you're listening yeah. and Tarn Shorts is, is, a, is, a, is, a, is being addressed. And, you know, that's great. In terms of the race, uh, it's in Tilakutri. It's on, a, on an old railway line, which has recently had tarmac laid. So it's flat out and back from Tilakutri to Dollar with a loop turn rather than a turnaround uh, cone. So it sounds fast. It's going to be course measured. They've got a Scotch athletics license. Um, and I think it's great, really great to see a club like PH Racing organize a race like that. So 20th of December, if you're in the sort of uh, Central Belt area, you're at home for Christmas or you're visiting your in-laws, um, I may be in that area and I'm certainly gonna have a look at it. Um, it looks to be a good, uh, a good race. And they're looking to, they're really looking to attract some bigger names in the club scene and to sort of bolster the sharp end and maybe get some PB. So have a look at it. What, what I'll say while we're speaking about PH, cause that, you know, it's this is a club that I've noticed vests appear over the last few years. And I, you know, they're not a traditional club in the sense of, you know, that you've seen them in results in years and years. So I was asking Dan about them. Um, they're actually a small, sort of relatively small club. They were formed in 2016, um, and they became in February 2016, and they were Scotch Alex affiliated from September 2016. So they've, you know, it started by a club which had a, a lot, a lot of runners disheartened by a lack of focus on racing in that area. They've got a coach, uh, Ben Huckins, Camus Lane Harriers. He's a, a Road Runner. So he's a he's coaching them, and. PH stands for Panhandle, which is the shape of the loop they train around around Dumfriessland, which is where they're based. So that's 2016. You fast forward now to 2018. They've had national medal winners. Um, they've had. They're now organising a race for the first time. So it's a great example of a new club starting up, and you know, really, you know, really becoming part of the Scottish athletics scene. So good on you. Yeah. Good on you. Yeah, well done,
0: well done, guys. I think it's it's brilliant as well. Like it's such a small club, Um, you know, uh, not a small club. I mean, as in uh, in 2016, you said yes. Right, that's only two years old. That's great. Um, Yeah, fantastic. Keep up, keep up the good work. The only the only way is up.
1: Absolutely. So, if you are a listener, um, the fight just to remind you one more time: 28th of December, the Tilly 10K uh i believe entries are available on entry central that's right so if you just go to entry central and google tilly 10k you'll you'll see that so that's coming up at the end of the year in terms of races coming up this weekend obviously we've got the district really champs we mentioned next week we've got the east league cross country coming up and to be honest i'm not aware of so much else coming up on the on the calendar next few weeks anything that you're aware
2: of
0: (laughs) No, not really. Um, I, I think I've I've just been all focused on on me, me and you, me and you. The only thing I know is your Frankfurt Marathon and this cross country coming up.
1: Exactly. Uh, so that's all so, we care so I about. I need
0: to I need to do I need to do my research. Yeah. yeah. Is... And, and, and make, make, have have a have a purpose on on tar and running shorts. We've got. i get a... I'll get the boot i'll get punted over
1: rubbish rubbish we're we are right at the (laughs) we're right at the end i think of the autumn the autumn roads uh the autumn road period so we'll cross country quite rightly we're we're talking about now just on a few uh, non-race things before we wrap up obviously the active route deal is still available if you want to get uh a a special deal with some uh a couple of sashes and a 750 ml bottle from Active Root with a discount, go to their website and uh, buy a starter pack and use the code Tartan Shorts, and you'll get that for a fiver, which is great. The other that's, m-
0: that's an neat deal. I I used my uh, sassy on on oh God when was it? I did my rest Sunday. Sunday? Did
1: you good?
0: I did, I did it before I was because obviously you know you don't want to just the ginger and the sugar and the I, I was not the sugar the fructose and the sucrose. So I was just like right, I need to get this in me and. I was yeah I mean, and I, I just felt a lot more confident using something that I, you know I feel works for me, yeah um, and it certainly worked after the hangover we, we, <laughs> we had we had a date session on Tuesday, um, and I was it wasn't a beef session, it was a, a drink session, <laughs> and uh, we had lots of lots of we went we did a brewery tour I say we did a brewery tour, it was in Ottawa, uh, we traveled up to Ottawa in, uh, in Canada. And um, we, we decided to, to visit the top ten um, microbreweries in, in 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 Ottawa, and uh, they, a lot of them have, they've all got pubs, you know, they've got all got bars, and we just did a, a wee walk around, and uh, and and by the end of the night, like oh my god, like give me some active root, Debbie, yeah, and uh, and that 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 sorted that sorted me out the following day. So yeah, thanks thanks for the the sashes. George.
1: I've got to say I was drinking yeah, mine then, I drank some pre Glasgow as well for the half. So that's uh, so you know, I think it listeners, it does work. It's good stuff. Yeah,
0: absolutely. The last so, right so before yeah, yeah. before we let you go, Carl, well, the think, last
1: the last running related point I'm gonna make is there's been an announcement this week. Scotch Athletics and Great Run have announced the Great Sterling Cross Country, which is replacing the um the great Edinburgh cross country that has been been at Hollywood Park at the start of the year for for so many years it's had there's been a an international cross country meet there they used to have a 5k and and it was a bit of, a bit sad that it was leaving Edinburgh but we've heard earlier in the year that they're looking at great uh, run taking it to Stirling and this week they've confirmed um, they've confirmed that they will be doing doing it there there's been a lot of promotion this week with uh, Luke Trainer and a few others and it's really um, it's really good, actually. It's looking at um, the international cross country race for for elites, and I understand that will include the inter district champs as usual. They're also going to include a an open event for what they're calling this Great Sterling uh, Cross Country, which is a, a bit it's a bit of a random event. I think it's about um, excuse me while I bring this up. It's about six or seven miles. It's... It's a random event, a random distance, but it's a, a cross-country slash trail race for the average punters like us. So um, keep an eye on that. It's always a good day to go down, watch some watch some inter-district athletes, watch some international athletes, and get a run in yourself. So sorry, your pardon, 7.4k. I've brought it up, and it's on the 12th of January 2019, and entries are open now.
0: All right. Oh, that that would be good. Um, it's. Even better for us, Tom. That's that's uh, a, a little bit less miles to go from Aberdeen.
1: Absolutely, you well, Yes, right. absolutely. Well, so very good.
0: Excellent. All right. Well, other than that, Tom, I I've got a I've got a day of, of fun to around Niagara to, to do. So good. Um, so uh, what have you got this weekend? Have you? Uh, I mean, I, I don't even know what time it is with you guys. <laughs> Are you? Uh, have you done your run this this weekend
1: uh, what no, have done it's, so it's, uh, it's just after 12 now I, on Saturday so I ran already this morning tomorrow I've got a last long run I'm actually meeting up with Koskai for a run uh, the, uh, brilliant the, the Isaiah Koskai the local Kenyan who's here so he's, uh, so I'm going to go for uh, a last long run with him and uh, apart from that how long is he, he here for he's here for another, I think he's in four or five weeks so if you fancy an uh, ah, okay. intimate, intimate uh, rubdown give him a shout while he's here yes
0: I, I will do I'll, I'll certainly do that I, I, I definitely need one my legs are my legs are they're, they're falling apart <laughs>
1: yeah right well in that note sure. let's, uh, I'll let you you uh, head off and enjoy your enjoy your day any listeners feel free to get in touch with us you know the the details on the email and Facebook and um, yeah we'll uh, we'll speak to you next week bye Thank you.